Hi, you're listening to Expressing Motherhood. Thanks for joining us. You're about to listen to Harry James O'Kelly. She was just in the February Silver Lake cast. And Harry James O'Kelly is an actress turned script supervisor turned writer-director. But her most challenging, rewarding, and inspiring role has been in advocating for her three 2E children. Her self-proclaimed The O'Kelly Lab supports innovative grassroots ideas to empower students to embrace their exceptionalities and gifts, including the Keys to Reward program and Mime as Therapy. She recently produced a stage reading of her son's book called O'Kelly Legendary Legends of Legend and is directing a documentary about the making of that production. And here is Harry James in Expressing Motherhood. It was a Thursday afternoon in 2009, around lunchtime. I hadn't eaten. Most of the time I was running on empty and I found myself grazing on a bag of peanuts from the 99 cent store that lived on the passenger seat of my car. I might have been a mom in crisis, but I sure felt like I was coping. (laughs) I was meeting Carol, the IEP coordinator at my son Jordan's preschool again. Really, LAUSD? Four times? All I wanted was occupational therapy to help him regulate. He was so hyper. I was already overwhelmed, mad, frustrated, because as an older mom, I was juggling a part-time job while raising two special needs and one medically fragile kiddo, all under the age of four. Yes, I had fertility help. I was juggling all this on that Thursday. So when I walked out of the preschool, I laid into Carol before she could get into her pristine Mercedes, her perfect hair and accessories, her business suit, and those LAUSD heels. <laughs> what is with the heels? Her controlled manner in contrast to my, what's the bottom line me? I said, Carol, what's the deal here? I mean, off the record. Is it me? Did I say or do something to offend you? All I'm asking for is a little OT. She said, off the record, do you work? I said, yes, yes, um, I do work. But actually, after right now, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm turning down a lot of work because I'm in the middle of three IEPs and I, I can't really schedule work and be available for all these district meetings. She said, off the record, you should go back to work. What? What was she saying? I had never felt more sure about anything in my whole life. I have replayed her words in my mind a thousand times. It was so traumatizing to me. I mean, what? What was she saying? What exactly was she saying? That Jordan didn't need OT? That it was a waste of time to fight the school district? That I could pay for OT if I went back to work myself? What? What? I, I had no frame of reference. I had no idea what the IEP protocol was or the rules of the game. So at this point on that day, I start to cry, but not a few tears, more of a, more of a can't catch your breath, full blown breakdown kind of cry while standing outside in public on the sidewalk in front of my kid's preschool like a scene in a movie. This became the defining moment, the tipping point, the turning point, the moment you look back on some 10 years later, like now with wisdom and reflection. Oh yes, yes, 
I can see why it was so traumatizing to me now, but I couldn't see it then. I was so caught up in my own emotion and living like a victim of my circumstances on those three hours of sleep barely functioning. In ABA terminology, Carol's words were the antecedent to the consequence behavior that happened next. <laughs> in my frustration, and believe me, I was frustrated, I said something back to Carol that I probably never should have said. I said, you know what, Carol? It's because of people like you that people put their kids in station wagons and drive them off bridges. <laughs> <laughs> then, still crying, not good, I walked away. Now, I didn't even have a station wagon. I drove a Toyota Corolla, and Carol knew that. I had no intention of putting anyone in a station wagon. I didn't even know where the nearest bridge was. I wasn't suicidal, I wasn't homicidal, I wasn't any sidal. I was just frustrated and a newbie to the IEP game. It was just what popped into my head. So I, like an idiot, I said it. And it was more of an F you to Carol because she wasn't gonna give me that one little service that my kids so desperately needed. But it was in those few words People like you, or maybe drive off a bridge that really <laughs> caused me a problem. <laughs> okay, so maybe she had no choice but to call Ch oh, God. Or did she? Or did she? Well, Carol must have had children's services set on her speed dial because I heard from him right after that. And the following week at my son's IEP meeting, all the district people were replaced by a completely new and different IEP team. Like a dream, like magic. What had I done? What had I done? Off the record, I, what I heard was Carol telling me to give up on my children. And if you live in the world of IEPs like I do, I hope you'll never give up on your children, no matter how hard it seems. Off the, off the record, in an IEP situation, it's always better to be kind and try not to be confrontational. <laughs> As Jean Renoir said, the awful thing about life is this, Everyone has their reasons. You need to learn the rules of the game.